Welcome back to the We're Probably Wrong podcast. My name is Jose. My name is Adrian. And this is episode eight. Um, before we get started, as usual, let us uh, give thanks to Ariel and the Culture for allowing us to use the song No Puedo for our intro. You got to check him out on Spotify, check him out on Twitter, check him out on Instagram. Um, his at is FunnyLionX. Thank you once again. As always. As always. Out. Yes. It's amazing. Uh, this week, we're going to have a guest, our first guest for the podcast. We'll bring him on later, yeah. but this is the last episode before the end of the year. Ooh, oh, yeah. Next next time is going to be the first. Yeah, it's going to be the first, yo. The first How or the second? How do you about this year? Honestly, it's been a good year for me. I hope it's been a good year for you. If it hasn't, do better. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, before <laughs> we went on a, we went on a whole run without introducing our guest. So our guest right, this week is going to be Christian. Say hello, Christian. Say hello. Hey, how's it going, guys? All right. Real quick, I just want to say happy birthday. Your birthday just passed, right? Yeah, two days ago. How do you Pretty tired and pretty old. If I find out how to make noise effects, I'll put in the little woo clapping sound effects. If One not, day we'll figure it why? Because it's a lot of work and I'm lazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That, to, our, to our fans. You know, you know all the I, I waited up at midnight for the past, last Thursday and last Sunday and expecting a new episode and you guys didn't drop. Well, if you heard our last podcast, you would know that we had a COVID scare, so we were being safe. Bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so this is Christian. He's our friend, and we've been friends with him for a couple of can years. I, can I my Instagram? Uh, no. So for a couple of years, we've known him. at RefoBev. No, I changed it, actually. That's why you can't put it up, because you yes, switch it too often. No, too no, no, I swi- no, 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 I switched it. I, I feel like I'm t- trying to take a professional take now. What's your professional it's Instagram? It's Christian H-M-I-Z. I don't like that. I yeah. don't like it either. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, but I feel like I've so had that. So why would you do something you don't like? I had that other, that other screen name, wow, throwback, um, for like six years already. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to get a new job. <laughs> and you think your new job's going to check your Instagram? Yo, you don't know that. I, I, I... Oh, wait, you're like HR, right? I yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, I, my bad, my We bad, don't bad. check your Instagram as much as your Twitter. So when he said that he switches to a professional, I thought he was going to become, like, an artist or some shit. So he was going to promote his work on his Instagram or whatever, so that was going to be his professional. But it's just because people are going to check out his Instagram from yeah, there where he applies. I was going to change it to a political figure, but I'm not there yet. Yo, Councilman Christian. Oh, sorry, we're not supposed to say full. Oh, you said your name. Fuck it. Fucked up, bro. You just be giving out government names over here. You want his government social? <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, but yeah, this week we're going to be talking about um, just little things that maybe... Not little things. Big things. Cultural Big norms. things that... Our little gener- things to Jose, but big things to <laughs> Our generation doesn't agree with, with the past generation, so... Social norms, cultural norms, things that they used to do that maybe we we now look at it and we're like, we don't agree with this. this Be specific with your generations, though. Our age. What's our age? <laughs> how old are we? 20-something. 20, 20 we're generation millennial? I don't know. I don't know how those those things work. Who, who, who are you trying to compare with? I'm trying to compare with our parents. That's what I'm and trying to do. Our parents are what? Our parents are like in the from like That's, those are the z- z- boomers. They're no, not no, boomers because they did no, not benefit at all. They're generation. So I'm like from like f- year forty to like sixty. They're so that twenty year gap. You know what's crazy? To the to the zoomers, we're that. 
We're like the, right. the old generation. Yeah, yeah. We're the ones that need to be put down. I feel there's a lot of connection between us and them, though. My little cousin's already five foot six. He's 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 thinking of how he's gonna. He's put me faster down. than you too. He's not fast. The old one? No, he's not. <laughs> and he's better, right? Like he got like in every other medals. He, he is better, and I. You know what? The only cousins I want to be better than me are those three, right? Well, yeah. Let's talk about that inferiority of like being a better cousin. What no, I know I'm the best. Oh, you're the but best. Those are gonna be the better. best of the best. You're the you're the Mac Mark two, and they're the Mac three and four. No. I'm the best, and they're gonna be the Magna Carta of the Espanas. They're gonna be the um, Spider Man No Way Home. They're gonna version. be Spider Man No Way. They're gonna be Oscar nominated. They're gonna be Oscar nominated. All right, all right, all right. What is your favorite movie of 2021? I have it on. Oh, Power of the Dog. Por qué? Jane Campion. I don't know the way that it made me feel. Yo, yo, yo. We're rearing into, like, cine- cinema no, no, podcast. No, We're not doing okay, okay. that. I know, I know. Two minutes. That. Two minutes. Nah, he's okay. Mr. Cinema. What, what, what did it make you feel? You're just trying to prove me wrong. You're trying to, you're trying no, to no, make no, a I'm point? actually being real. No, you're trying to make a point. I'm not. This, this is how he makes a point. I'm not. I'm not. I know This was the fear of bringing him on. No. Okay, so maybe this podcast needed more truth. Why did it make you feel good? No, not that. Okay, so when you watch the movie, you kind of like, you're very passive when you're watching a movie. You kind of relax, you lay back, you're seeing something. But then when you start like noticing things, like, oh my God, I remember something from before the movie, something that it's like a, you're coming up with thoughts that you didn't think before. You, 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 you understand the character, the character's doing things. And you're like, now I know why he's doing this. I understand why, even if he's the, evil person or the the anti uh, anti-hero or whatever he is you understand his motives when the director is able to do this in just one an hour and whatever minutes that a movie is taking place you take much more appreciation to the character because it's not just some bullshit like i want to take over the world shit like they actually have motives they have something in their life that made him this way and that's what a real good movie does they develop character they develop narrative Something that, come on, Marvel movies do not do. So what you're saying is that you like a peek into the character's mental health state, which is something that I would like to bring into our next topic. Yeah, I like it when movies give me like, oh, fuck, now I get it. I like that I, I get it moment. That's what I, that's what I look for. Okay, so that's what character enough. has been the most relatable in regards to mental health that you have interacted with? Hey, that's a good transition. Because uh, I'm good at my job. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you've been carrying this podcast. You're welcome. Okay, I don't disagree. I'm not a hero fight, fight about that. That's no, not I, my fight. I'm just giving props. I, I my, my fight is on cinema, anyway, not on who carries this podcast. What, what character have you most closely related to in regards to mental health? Just your mental health, their mental health, etc. I don't know. That's a big question. That's and, a, or you, Christian. You, you tell me. You know my answer. Something with the Before Trilogy? Ethan Hawke. Peter Parker. <laughs> um, this year, um, just in general, not even this year. In general, that's a lot of movies to yeah, take a pick be, from. You gotta be specific. Just the most memorable one that you've seen. Mental health, shit, damn, bro, that's hard. Jose, I'll let you. Answer. Nah, that's a difficult question. I think we're gonna have to skip on this one. This is something I gotta contemplate on. That's fine. Let's just go into mental health. So mental health is being brought up because. Previous generation, our parents or whatever, they never took it that seriously. It was just uh, uh, what I was telling Adrian. It was like, and I wanted the attitude. So like, if you're going through some shit, like ah, nah, it's gonna be all right. It's like I wanted to just get it over with. I definitely feel like 
um, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Mental health uh, awareness is is a luxury that they didn't have at the time. For them, they were just trying to establish like a family, a foothold. They were like, okay, we're gonna figure it out. There's no time to be sad. There's no time to feel any other thing besides per persevering, moving forward. My family, like I said, first generation. They were here. They were 15 and 18. No, 15 and 17 when they got here. They were like, I. Right, our only goal doesn't matter if we're facing racism. Doesn't matter if we're sad. Doesn't matter if we're homesick. We're going to do our thing and move forward. And that's all they had. So. Obviously, when they had a child, when they got older, they were like, okay, no, don't be sad. Just keep going forward because that's what they knew. They knew, keep pushing, just keep doing. And I definitely feel like to them, mental health was a luxury. It was like, oh, like, no, that's not something to really focus on. That's okay. Just keep going. Just keep going. Move forward. You're a train. You're a shark. Just the future is what you're aiming for, not the present. You know, I, I kind of agree that, well, here's something that I always thought about mental health. Not that I always thought, but I always wondered. I wonder if it was something that has to do with maybe you have a little bit too much free time. Because me personally, I'm not, I don't know much about this whole mental health uh, issues or stuff like that. Um, I guess I'm lucky. I never, I don't think I ever had like deep issues with that in, in my life. But I, I just, with that same thing, I, I can relate to people who have it because I'm not sure how it feels. I'm not sure if it's just like, I keep thinking about my my family, my my grandparents, for example. They never had those issues. Another similar thing that they had is that they've been working their whole lives. They had no time to think of their health. They only they only had time to think of their children and their work. That's about it. That there's no uh, um, there wasn't there wasn't any mention of mental health. But don't you feel like even if you have no time to address these issues, they still <laughs> manifest themselves in a way in your relationships, in your own uh, uh, well-being, etc. Like, even though my parents weren't able to address what they felt growing up, I definitely did feel some of the, like, the uh, the lashes, like, oh, you know. The aggression, yeah. so, yeah. And that, that sticks with you. Like you said, you don't know how it may be to do it, but to them, they don't know how to react to it, how to handle it. What do you think, Christian? The fact that they, they were, they came to this country... At such a young age, I think my mom came when she was like 18 and my dad was like, what, 24? Um, my mom always mentions it like, I, I was just put it here and I was just, I didn't know what to do. I was very young. And the fact that she had a daughter back home, all she thought about was work. And she was just, uh, not programmed, but you know, in that, in that sense that she had to work, she had to take care of my dad because he had to provide and it was just, it was tough. There was just no time to think about mental health. Like, am I depressed? Am I this or am I that? Because these are questions that don't, that haven't been asked to her and to my dad. Like, they, they don't know these questions. Like, how do you feel? Like, they don't have people asking them, like, how do you feel? What are you going through? So this who's going to ask them? Exactly. And because they came here at such a, some, at such a young age, the relationship with the mother and father, it's kind of non-existent because they, they didn't have time to, like, develop until they're like 21, 22, because they were already here. They had to, they had to leave. I don't know about your parents' relationship with their parents, but I feel like when it comes to mine and, and their parents, and, and my relationship with my grandparents, it's more like I've met them maybe six or seven times. They live in Mexico, right? They're, we have family in Mexico. We love them because we have to love them because that is what we 
They're family. They're family. Love them. This is where we came from. But to me, like that relationship is like honestly just monetary. It's a monetary relationship where my dad is the oldest. My mom is the oldest. They have to financially take care of their, their parents. And I'm the oldest grandchild. The best. <laughs> you have no competition. I have well, well, I have one competition. Well, actually, they don't accept her because she's... Anyway. Um, yeah, I... They also asked me, like, hey, do you mind sending some money? And I'm like, okay, that, that's fine, I guess. But the love there and the relationship there is definitely transactional. And like I said, like, what can they know? They came here knowing that they would be the foothold for those... for their parents. And now we're the foothold for our parents. And who... How are we going to know, like, oh, maybe we're not fine. Like, who... But we finally did get asked, like, are, are you okay? Like, are, are I think you make a good point in saying that maybe they do have some type of issue or something in them that they do have a problem with, some mental issue, not deep mental issue, not like anything big, but, and then they lash it out in, in, in microaggressions with their families. Like, they, they, they find a way to funnel it out, and it's through, like, Maybe verbal, maybe physical. Because we have a lot. Of, unfortunately, we have a lot of that in, in uh, Hispanic homes. We have the the machismo. We have the. I don't. Well, I don't think it's. Well, I don't know if it actually if it's such a big deal now, like hitting and stuff like that. Oh, I got hit until I was seven. When when wait hold on. When you went to Mexico and you met your grandparents, did you ever ask them like about your parents? I did, and. The thing is, the way they spoke about it was just so, like, matter-of-fact of, like, oh, yeah, they went there because they're the oldest. That's what they're supposed to do. Your dad is taking care of us because that is his job. And then it's just so different. Come Like, for us, well, I, I'm an only child. I know you're not. Like, I know you're not. I know you basically... You got to say names. Are. They don't know who you're talking about. Sorry, I know, I know Christian isn't. I know you technically are, Jose, but... Uh, I mean, technically, I am an only child. Okay, you're an only child. Uh, but yeah, like for for my grandparents, they were like, yeah, your dad was the oldest, your mom was the oldest. They're doing what they have to do. They have to take care of us. And then here, yeah, I I feel like I do have to take care of my parents, but it's just it's just different. It's like fuck, like what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's tiring. Um, but yeah, like I was I was gonna go into the to the other subject, which is the machismo aspect of our, of our culture. You know, that's something that. We now in our generation, we don't, we definitely don't, not, not even that we don't agree with, it's just like we just don't do anymore. We don't, we don't think women have to cook, we don't think women have to clean, we don't think the man of the house has the final say in everything that we do. I mean, also, we're three males, we didn't really pick, like, my dad told me once straight up, if you were a woman, I would not have afforded you the same freedoms that you had growing up. So, oh, that's crazy. He, he was honest, he was like, yo. You're a guy. I, you can do what you want. But if you were a girl, you would not have been able to do that. And I think that that comes from um, a sense of fear if if he was a woman. Because, I mean, I have two sisters and and my dad was pretty strict. And he just... I, you could, I, he came from a... His heart wasn't in the, in the right place, but just his, his, his way of um, showing it was pretty, pretty tense sometimes. But... But that's that's their generation. That's how they handled it. Because why? They didn't know how to handle it. They weren't taught how to handle it. Like we're being taught in our generation. Like we're be we we 
we hear this the women out there telling us what men are capable of and what they don't like and what their dislikes are and how we should go about handling situations like that and we're being educated by them and i think that's the only right way to be educated by by listening to these women and telling them hearing their experiences and i've witnessed the experiences that my sister went through i'm not saying like my dad's a bad person like he, he's a great father my sisters love them but like what your dad said they it comes from a place of fear they yeah. they're scared if you were a daughter my dad was scared because of my because of my sisters like they're women and it came from a right place because look at the world like the world is fucked like women are getting like kidnapped and raped and shit like that and it's scary so it's a protection kind of thing like yeah it's a it's not machismo but it's just like if they were brought up the the correct way which i'm putting in parentheses because there is no correct way but if there was any like any access to mental health and figuring out how to access like information they would have um like talk to these talk to, to talk to the women better like they you know so i'm, it's I'm like, scared a misguided way of caring they, right. they, they care yeah. and that comes from mental say. health and then like that that's it's communication. Well, now, so, like we are here, kind of like saying that we know a little bit better. How how would you how do you guys think we would handle having a daughter versus having a son? If they, let's say like they're a year apart, and then you know our son wants to go to a party and stay up until two a.m. or whatever, or just scenarios where you would you think differently? Would you be like he's a guy he can handle himself later into I'll the ask night? That question right back to you. What are you gonna do? I have no idea. I mean, how how can we know? Honestly, we're not. We don't have children. We don't. Right now, we have our beliefs. We have what we think we're gonna do. But I, my dad always likes to tell me, "You like to think you know what you're gonna do, and then you're gonna have a kid, and then it's gonna go right out the window, and you're just gonna become a completely different person." It could also be a character of the kid. If you see that your kid is, but doesn't the character reflect on the way that you're raising them? Oh, definitely, definitely, one hundred percent. But still, even behind that, some kids may have their own attitude toward things like they still have like their own way of being right i mean yeah you, you have a point a lot of kids reflect how their parents are but i think it comes down to just listening to information and just listening to to women and just alert thinking about like learning about their their experiences like we we've we've we have women friends and we've heard of about their their encounters with men and just it's just like if we ever have daughters, like we have to just be informative and just take it from there. I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm just jumping ahead, but we don't know. We don't know until you we might have already kids. Have a daughter, to be honest. Huh? You might already have a kid, to be honest. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> be but but we don't know until we have them. So make make them child support. Come Maybe something else in a culture that we do that maybe we don't agree with anymore. Maybe we do. I don't know. I don't know what you guys are up to. So that's unproven medical treatments. Oh, you know what? I feel like that's just up to, like, what you believe. Honestly, I grew up with, like, oh, yo, he's been a little, he's been a little grouchy. Vamos a limpiarle para que se quite. Oh, they do that? I never heard about that one. Bro, I was... I was a little brat as growing up. Growing up, not anymore. No, not now, definitely now, not now anymore. I am an angel. You're like, sure. Uh, but they would, if I was acting up some type of way, they would rub the egg on me, and they would blow smoke on me, 
and the smoke would clear away my sins and all that. They're not sins, but like the bad wishes of other people. <laughs> and then they would take the eggs, put them in a garbage bag, and throw them out. And if you were to open the egg, it would be like podrilo, be ugly, etc. That's all you. Yeah. That's all your and your I brattiness. Know, I don't know if you were at one of these parties where I got like fucked up. I was. I, I know exactly. My dad, yeah. My dad was like, "Aye, le, le voy a hacer el una limpia." Yo, he was pissed. Yeah, he was pissed, but he he he, he rubbed me with the onion. They they said, they cook. They turn on the stove. And they heated that shit up. And he was like, "You're gonna be fine tomorrow." And you know what? I was. I think that's just you knowing how to handle your liquor. Yeah, liquor. I think you were like 20. No, I, I was, I was, was, I was 20. 21. <laughs> oh, you were there too? Yeah, that's I was hungover as fuck. Uh, a little background. Ad- uh, Adrian, Christian's actually not Mexican. Where are you from, Christian? Yeah, tell us. I'm from Queens. Your parents? Oh, they're Ecuadorian. <laughs> this little bitch. Uh, do they have, do they have the same... Ecuadorian Well, American. I brought it up because do they have the same beliefs? Do they have like little like... Yeah, do you have any, like, like limpiezas and shit like that? We believe in the, in el ojo. We believe in that. And el- Did you wear a red, like, ribbon around your, when, when you were a baby? Oh, they baby. do. They, yeah. they do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you so wear a red ribbon. I, well, no, but I know, I know exactly where it no comes from. No you're the way you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they took you. Aren't you really? Aren't you? No, I'm Catholic, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you're the way you are. Yeah. You I'm fine with that. Ribbon, did you? No, I did it. You're all mala vibras. <laughs> they took you. They took you early. <laughs> You're mala, mal ojo. It's a bruja. Yo, tell you that to come down with the onion. Yo. Yo. With the smoke, too, we got we to gotta bengay you, bro. I'm already thinking this whole having a guest in the podcast. Nah, why? <laughs> you know, I think it's been coming. Someone tried, Someone had to expose you. I've been exposed. They shouldn't be coming at me. I do not be coming at him. Not to be honest. But, yeah, we had the... We had te limpia con el ojo, I mean, el ojo, el huevo, and then te limpia por todo el cuerpo, and then they they crack it in the water, and then they, they see the little bubbles, and then they like, oh, see tu tienes ojo. Super similar to, but not it's, even super similar. It makes me, exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. me think of it's maybe like a indigenous thing that we had like back in the day. Yeah, you know what I've noticed on Twitter, it's when people are like, oh, Mexicans be like, or Ecuadorians be like. It's literally Latinos be like, cause it's just like I think we we kind yep. of go through. It's the a same lot of shit. overlap. Yeah. I have a question, and it's going back to the other topic that we were talking about, mental health. Did you ever speak to your parents about if you've ever had like hard times in your life, and you were like, "Yo, like maybe I'm not managing it as well as I could have," uh, things like that. Did have you had that conversation? And that goes to both of you, Jose and Christian. Have you had conversations with your parents about it? Yeah, definitely. I I think if I, if I didn't have those conversations, I would be. I I'd be I don't know I I I wouldn't know how to handle them. But I definitely, like it's it it comes to a point where you you feel like you could trust them and then you just break down. I think the important thing, which I think people fear, is breaking down. People don't want to break down in front of their parents. The first time, were you afraid of bringing up how you felt? Nah, you, I I just trusted broke your down. parents. Uh, mostly my mom and my dad too because I look up to my dad um, I look up to both of them actually but I broke down to my mom first and it, it had to do with like just expectations and shit like that I couldn't handle it and I just broke down and I had to cry and I think people are afraid of crying I don't know and crying in front of their parents too why? because their parents didn't know how to handle mental mental health 
mental stress. I don't feel like that goes back to like I want that day. Why, why cry when right. you could just keep going? Definitely. The first thing, the first thing, the first thing they say when they see you cry is, is no llores. Well, not my parents. They would never say that. But other people in the family, yeah. in the family, would be like no llores. Like those tios, those, yeah. those machista tios. Pa que lloras? It is, it is, it is niño. Right, right, right. It'd be like. But it goes back to the, what we're saying. We can't judge them. Maybe they just don't know how to express right, themselves. Right, exactly. It's I feel just like, like they're the most hurt. Who? Yeah. They're the most yeah. hurt. Yeah, those probably. Much, those videos yeah. that are like, Portuguese. Maybe Why? they never had a situation where somebody hurt them like Christian. Maybe they didn't have the, the ability no, they to. They had that and then they just never They just were didn't know to... how to process the information. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. Themselves. I see that point too. Because they were rushed to be sent over here and not have an actual relationship with their parents. Yeah. Could be 100%. that. So it's just like 50-50 is like, right, why, why the fuck are you telling me not to cry? But at the same time, it's like, maybe you have to cry, you know? Like, maybe you have to cry. Sometimes you just got to cry. Yo, cry. What about you? Uh, no. I don't think I've ever like... You've never sat down and told so your mom. Perfect, Jose. No, it's not even that. It's just like... Me and my mom have a pretty good com- communication. Like we so always, you guys are the closest. We we're close. Like true. we, I don't think I've ever had like anything held up. Anything that I had to say, I said it like right away. Or she, vice versa, she always said it to me right away. So no, nothing ever builds up. I feel like if it builds up, then you have that like that relief of wanting to say whatever you want to say. That's where the tears come. That's when you're like you have a lot of shit held up in you. So you, that's when you want to cry. And I don't think I ever had. I'm, I, me, it's always just being me, me and my mom. You, you've always felt comfortable speaking. Yeah. Your mind. And that, that, I feel like that. I think it's scary. just because we had no one else. I, it's always been like I have you, you have me. That's it. That's that's who we care about. So maybe that's that's that was a plus of being a single, a single parent, single child uh, situation. So when you feel the waterworks coming, you just burst out. No, I just never had to. I remember the only. Never gets to that point for her. Although, there was been. There's only one time, and that's the only thing that I hid from her. The one time that I had that I cried out was when she found out that I smoked weed, and oh like, and the way that she found out was like she just found it on me. It wasn't like I'm telling her. She found it on me. Would you have told her eventually? I don't think so, because I've always known that she felt really strongly About against it. Drugs. Yeah, she felt like. And you know, like Mexican parents or any Latino parents in general. Damn, that's the that's fucking cocaine to them. Yeah, it's, it's, cocaine. it's like on some other... It's on, <sighs> that's so funny because I actually just had a conversation with... Not, not, I'm not trying to like, take away... No, 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 go ahead. I'll, I'll go I, back to it. I actually had a conversation with... Right today, like with my aunts and uncles like about weed and they just put it up there with cocaine and heroin. It's I'm just not like, the same. I'm like, bro, like maybe we need that, you know? Like maybe you need that. Maybe you just <laughs> got to chill. Need to, like, yeah. smoke a little bit. It's legal, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, um, but I can't, I can't blame them. It's, it's what they've been exposed to. They, True. they all, and then we make fun of it sometimes when we go like on Twitter and shit and then they have like a little joint and then the, the telenovela goes like, La droga. Like, they make it so bad. La La, la señorita Laura. I blame blame Laura. (laughs) I blame Univision. Yeah, I blame Univision. (laughs) Telemundo and Univision. Yo. I hate Despierta America, yo. I hate... El Gordo y la Flaca? Yeah, fuck them. I hate all all those shows. I I can't stand them. I hate Televisa, bro. Well, you know what's funny? I think you might be more exposed to Televisa. I've never even turned on Televisa. It's 41, bro. 41? No, it's 41. That's Univision. Ah, uh, either way, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fuck Televisa. 
Like that shit. Fuck Telemundo. Anyways. Uh, no, uh, yeah, but that was like I told, she found it on me. She called me out on it. And How'd I was, she find it? How did that conversation go? The smell. So she was coming down one time <laughs> and she smelled it. And, you know, she's like, she saw it. She's like, ¿Qué es esto? Estás fumando, estás fumando. Yo, and she, oh like she, said, yo, she straight away started crying. And then me. You didn't, you didn't feel like uh, air through your, through your face? Like. Yo, I have no words. I was just, I, I started crying because I'm like, I can't believe my mom is so sad right now. I can't believe I got caught, bro. No, man. <laughs> what hurt me? Stupid. You know, I would you you would think that that's the thing that makes you sad. But the sad part is the disappointment of her. Like she, she's looking at it's you, and an she's. Yo, she down. crossed the border. Yeah. Wait, what? She, did she cross <laughs> the border? Mm. Like she was like, "Yo, I crossed the border for this. Oh. <laughs> Am I supposed to be a drug addict? <laughs> the fuck? We had side bangs. Side bangs. You had side bangs? I did probably. <laughs> no, maybe. <laughs> the emo hair, the, the long hair. <laughs> No, but yeah, there was, just a rock. but there was a lot of disappointment that day, and there was a lot of crying. How did you get over it? You got hit. How, how did y'all? No, get over I get it? Sorry. Huh? How did y'all get over it? Like your relationship? How did you? Pretty quick. I think she, maybe in her mind, she she was like, "This is a huge thing," but once she, I, that's what I'm thinking. Like once she sat down and she thought about the fact that I haven't changed really. Like, she didn't even notice that there was change in me. Like, I've been doing this for a while. No, at least it's not cocaine. And know? she's... No, no, no. I think she was like, you know what? Maybe it's the drug is not that bad as I thought as I once thought it was. He's been fine. He's been fucking eating. He's been doing his thing. He's been doing his homework, his schoolwork. Have you... Did, did you have, like, a conversation, though? Like, we did. Like, yo, like... We did. I smoke weed. It, she... It helps. We went through the whole thing. How long have you been doing it? Who you been doing it with? You told her what was in the me? You motherfucker. I told her, you told her what was in the weed? Since you're a scientist? <laughs> Your mom knows that smoke weed? Yeah. Nah, you're a bad influencer. But she, she didn't care. She, how does she treat you? Wonderfully. Like any we other person. We went to Italy together. Exactly. We went to Italy together. She got tired of us. Nah. She didn't pay attention to you guys. Exactly. <laughs> That's life. She was. She was doing her own shit. Got tired of us. <laughs> no, I didn't. Bro, you, you stayed in one night. Museum, bro. No, but like, yo, so I don't get that. If you guys want to go do something and I don't, why do I have to go? Because we want to hang out. Because we went together. vacation, stupid. And I did, like, there was a We're one, friends. it was the one night that I didn't go out. It was one single night. And that was, like, one of the most memorable It was, like, nights. six, you yeah, remember? so maybe. He wasn't there. He wasn't there. So, he so right through we ended up on the roof, he wasn't there. So maybe I was the problem. No. <laughs> it was a fun night. It would have been better with you there. Who was there? Chris. And? The other Chris. So this Chris. And Alex. Yeah. Hey, so and, we just, we just and Alex's brother. Yeah, that was a good night. Yeah. Alex's brother that wasn't. He, he was, was there. there. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, the eighteen-year-old was there. He flew. Right? He went to Italy. Yeah, bro, bro, he was there. Why can I remember him? Because you were too strong. Because you just want to stay home, read your fucking brochures and shit. <laughs> like a fucking nerd. <laughs> you guys love me. <laughs> we're okay. Yeah, stay shy. Yeah, at this point, I feel like we just tolerate each other. Maybe <laughs> I. I definitely appreciate you letting us know, like, that conversation with your mom. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, definitely. Well, it was the only time that we've had, like, a deep crying session. Was between... the weed even good? 
He wasn't good. He wasn't smoking Damn, mids, were you? I wasn't smoking what? Smoking mids? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I just picture you and like the staircase, and then your mom just creeping up behind you and like you're smoking weed. Is that you? No, I wasn't. I, no. Where she, were you? Where did she catch you? At home? I was in my room. That's what she. That's what she called it. Cause she was you. Ha, yo, I remember I smoked weed. Wait, once. when? Yeah, yeah, go. What do you mean when? Yeah, How like, old was I? Like in the in the year. Mm, why you gotta say where I live? Damn, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to cut that off now. <laughs> she caught you in Queens. Say in the beep. Yeah, in oh. the beep. <laughs> she caught you in Queens. In Queens, yeah. We were, I was yeah. living in Queens. <sighs> well, your parents don't know. I feel like they know. I feel we like they know too. We've had a conversation about that. We've had conversations about other things. Example. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Fun fact. I mean, you guys know this. I've, I've been. I've go to therapy. I let my parents know that, and automatically the first thing they said was like, "What did we do wrong?" It's nothing they did wrong. It's just. Oh, that's mad sweet. They thought it was them. They thought it was them, and I was like, "It's not you. It's just I can't handle some things, and I gotta process it at my own time." Uh, but we spoke. I let them know, like, "Hey, yeah, depression, anxiety, etc." My dad was like, "I I suffer from the same thing," and I was like, "Cool. It would have been nice to know. We could have talked about it." But he didn't tell me until he knew that something was wrong with me. And it was like, oh, like, not wrong, but like something I was struggling with. And he was like, oh, like, yeah, I go through the same thing. I was like, I would have never known. And that topic would have never came up if I had never let them know, like, yo, there are certain things I'm struggling with. So my mom, same thing. And the thing is, like, back to the same thing we were talking about. They don't know how to handle that shit. And they don't know how to handle, or my parents didn't know how to handle me going through it they were like oh like like I said the first thing was like yo how did we fu- did we fuck up how do we fuck up I was like no you didn't do it at all it's not you guys are amazing parents you guys are incredible I just I just can't cope sometimes so that those are the kind of conversations we've had so my first thought here is I want to give credit to that generation to our parents generation they're accepting of it now the, the first thing that they said was like, how do we go wrong? It wasn't like, some don't... Parents, some of them. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair. Luckily, our parents uh, luckily, have Yeah, yeah. And shout out to our parents for being yeah. the way they are. I've seen some, like, personally from some other people that I've known, they've also been accepting of it. Like, like I could fuck around with my parents and they'll be like, ah, you're joking. And that's it. <laughs> some parents, I heard that it was be like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. That's not cool. And I'm like, yo, relax. Yeah, so we should be we should be thankful for that. No, I I, I am a hundred percent thankful that I have the parents that I have because, what's the word liberal? Not liberal, just <laughs> accepting if anything. Like they're open. They're they, they're they are. Open. They're open to no shit. Yeah, I think that's it. When I told them, they were like, like I said, the first thing said, "What did we do?" I was like, you didn't do anything wrong. And then after that, we delved deeper. And then my dad would tell me things. My mom would tell me things, and I and then it just became such a more open relationship between like parent and like like my, myself and my parents like we were always close but now we got even closer just because like yo like we struggle like this is a thing and i feel like our parents deserve a shadow for that because coming from where they're coming from and from what they experience and from the generation that they're from like being accepting accepting of like all that shit is just like shout out to them you know like, yeah hundred percent. We could we could be struggling right now, like yo, you know, my dad doesn't accept this, my my mom doesn't accept that, and it's just was like, damn. Like, my I'm, dad would tell me that, like, my grandpa, like, he, my grandpa, when he was younger, was a very like aggressive man. He was like, oh, you're sad. Yeah. You you, you, you can't hear that, but it was like me swinging the microphone around. He was just like, 
you're not sad no more, are you? <laughs> so just there's just the fact that my dad came from that, and then he's able to like talk to me about it. I was like, yeah, like, I had a trauma. I had yeah. a great grandparent. He's uh, rest in peace. He's dead now. I was at their house uh, when I was younger. Maybe I was like 13 years old, and I was uh, with my mom. I was behind. She was sitting down, and I was like, like uh, on her shoulders, right? And then I started like playing with her hair, with my mom's hair. Yeah, you sound annoying. No, but I was just like, cause she, they were, they were, <laughs> <laughs> they were just in conversation, right? So I was just like there, like in the back, you know, just messing around, I, like massaging her or whatever, like giving her a massage or whatever. My mom, she just know, like, That's hey fun. yo. Why you gotta make it awkward? <laughs> I, didn't say that. I said that's fun, Christian. But anyways, that's not the point. My great grandfather saw me that I was like, like uh, putting her hair on the ponytail, whatever I was doing. He got so pissed. Like it was like a thing that they had from before. Like, you're playing with her hair. You're playing with her hair. You're like that's your mother. You all the ultimate respect to her, mm-hmm. and to them, respect is a different thing. It's not just like changes generation. It, yeah, it's because it's it's not just like res- the respect that we think is. It's like being subdued to them. They have no wrong. You whatever they whatever, whatever they say, it's right. Whatever they do, it's correct. It doesn't matter if we think it's wrong they or we happens. exactly. That's yeah. what, that, that's what their attitude. So you know they they come a long way. You know it's it's. I definitely have relatives like that, and I I don't use the the respectory like usted. I always use do yeah do everybody. So yeah. my parents and my uncles. But, like, when other people that aren't, like, people that live here come, they're like, it's not respectoso. Why is he saying do, you know, instead? Yeah. But that's, that's just, I, I got bought up, like, oh, nobody correct me. And they all, they're all cool with them. Like, okay, cool. Like, do you, I, I respect them. I just don't use usted. Yeah, I, I, that's, I use that. It's imprinted on me, the usted. usted. For me, never. And uh, also the um, uh, con permiso. No, I, I say compromise. But no, I um, never say usted. not not when like I'm passing by, but when like I'm in a room and I'm about to leave a room. Yeah, I use that a lot. I don't know. It feels like a sometimes it feels awkward just leaving a room by without saying anything. I just say bye. So it's a good excuse to be like <laughs> compromiso, and then that's you know they don't have that here in the in, in the United States. It's just you leave. They could have it, but they don't have that. Depends on on the grandparents too, because I feel like my grandmother played. Uh, Rest in peace to her. She played a big R. role R. in, like, uh, raising me and my cousins because it was just, like, she taught me to value my mother. She would always remind me, like, yo, your mom did this, your mom did that. So, and because of that, I, I would just be respectful to to the people around me and my mom. And so, like, I was a teenager and I was being a little dick or whatever. We're all little and then, yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. but my my grandmother put that put that effort in instilling instilling that shit in, in me and my cousins. So it comes down to that generation, like if they're gonna be uh, passive aggressive and just be like sh- be like being an asshole like that. No disrespect to your grandfather. <laughs> no. <laughs> he like, fuck your grandfather. He, <laughs> he meant well. I understand where he yeah, was coming from. But he just did. He couldn't show it. And be like, yo, you can't do that. Like, that, here, that, that's like, just what he thought was, you right, know. Right, right. And and you know what? But it, uh, the point was, it comes. It also comes down to like our grandparents' generation of instilling that that information and that yeah. way of being raised. Do you think our kids are gonna be brats? Mine is. Well, my dad actually says we're 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 I'm on the verge. Of it. We're on the verge of letting them be a little bit. We're gonna be maybe a little bit too lenient with yo, them. Yo, my kids aren't TikTok stars, then I don't know. <laughs> 
Yo, my kid can be next Jake Paul. <laughs> no! <laughs> my kid gotta make at least one grand in views. I don't know. Yo, you know, maybe my kid could fight your kid. Yo. But they gotta be TikTok stars. They gotta, they gotta be TikTok you know stars. You, you know what's gonna be crazy? We, we could team up against Jake Paul. <laughs> you know what's gonna be crazy? Our kids are gonna hang out together. Are they? Yeah. I hope so. Nah. Gonna, our kids are gonna pick on your kids, though. Probably. My kids are going to be educated on cinema. <laughs> My kid is just going to know that he's right, all, or she's right all the time. Doesn't matter who they are, they're going to they're gonna know. No, that. but you have a good point. Our kids are probably going to hang out. My kid is going to be the leader. You know, <laughs> it's going to be just so awkward. Like, yo, one day we're just going to be like, we're going to go up to each other and be like, you want to go to my baby shower? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're like, well, baby shower? What the fuck? Which yo, we need to... Yo, we, uh, question. Are you going to ask us to be padrinos? Of, <laughs> of like, things? Let's start with the wedding. That's tough. Well... Let's start with the wedding. Are you going to get married? Well, that's the thing, though. We... Uh, I feel like Ecuadorians, I'm only speaking for myself, we don't really do, like, padrino of this, padrino Oh, that, that's that. right. I never even thought about that. Yeah. We we do only padrino and madrina and shit like that when it comes to religion, but, like, when it comes to wedding and shit like that, or sweet... Fi- we don't even do sweet... Fi- like, hey, Ecuadorian uh, kids... Y'all don't need quinceañeras <laughs> and sweet sixteens. To be honest with you, you really don't need it. But they see their Mexican friends and they want to have. Yeah, you don't 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 get your parents <laughs> in financial distress. You don't need to do that. <laughs> Yo, I'm being clear. Ask you know what you should you guys should do. Ask your parents for a fucking plane ticket to like a fucking country. A lot of my trip. cousins done that. They ask for, but then they never get it. They just like ask for like a trip or, or Europe or. But they get the quinceañera. <laughs> <laughs> like they know that a quinceañera is gonna happen because it's. Like when if you're a Mexican, and you want a quinceañera or a sweet sixteen, go for it, shorty. But, <laughs> but come on, yo, we don't we don't have to do it. Ecuadorian people, we don't have to do it. So what I'm hearing is that we're gonna be let off the hook. For you because you can't ask padrinos but we're gonna <laughs> ask you for padrino so you're gonna be like a padrino of mine of all that. of us because all your friends I mean, are, all your you're friends not gonna are be Mexican. able to ask for it it's your culture I mean it's, it's yeah so you're not gonna disrespect our culture by saying no, otherwise you're gonna be like I hope save up money you're gonna be like six different padrinos nah <laughs> Alex I can already tell what I, I'm asking Angel you. either way I don't believe in marriage so it's whatever I'm that's okay that's, you don't have to believe in you marriage you don't believe in marriage either that's fine yeah, but you still gotta be okay Jose doesn't believe in marriage. I don't think Adrian. Do you believe in marriage? I believe in. You don't believe in marriage. (laughs) Angel might believe in marriage. Oh, I'm I'm giving out government names. (laughs) Yo, he might actually be the closest one to get married. Why you gotta go there? (laughs) So Angel's one of our friends. Just that far. Yeah. But you know, you invited to the wedding. Really? Really? What? He he's the closest one. I feel like we're leaving someone out. He's not. He's not close. <laughs> he hasn't asked yet. <laughs> hey, shout out Anyways, to uh, our friend. We're not shouting nobody out. Our friend. La- um, the graphic designer. <laughs> the graphic designer. Let's go with the that. The guy who designed our front page. I uh, <laughs> love you, bro. Nah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it'd be cool. I mean, I, I feel like we would, um, we would have good intentions for our kids. Oh, definitely. I, would, I mean, I hope so. Like, yeah. Yeah. We would have tips and shit like that. They're gonna be a great leader, and that that comes down to that comes. It's down funny. To Imagine none of us have children. Yeah, we don't. That's fine. I mean, you you wouldn't want kids. I would want kids. Can I have a French kid? 
She's not gonna marry a French person. The kid is gonna come out French. I'm gonna tell. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna lie to them. They're gonna be like, "Where was? Where was I born? France." <laughs> I, would, I would just say it in French. France. <laughs> <laughs> what would you name your kid? I feel like you name your kid like Pietro or some shit. Pierre. <laughs> Yo, Pierre. Oh, Pierre. <laughs> Pierre, come over here. Playboy Cardi, no, what, what the fuck? And Pierre's gonna be like, where's my mom? <laughs> Your mom left. Damn, she in weird. Paris, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna sing with dad. <laughs> I remember Christian once texted me, yo, what the fuck do you like friends so much? And I'm like... We had a discussion about this. Yeah, and I you just... Took, you took uh, French I, studies, right? I, I took uh, French courses. I was trying to learn French. He wasn't good. Nah, I respect. We it. were in the same class. I respect. What, it. What do you know? Did you I pay for college? You know. Yeah, I paid for college. You, you paid for French class. I did. I respect that. You you went through. You went. You had you had an intention. You failed and whatever. I don't. Yeah, I, I did fail because I didn't learn it. <laughs> You're still French to us. <laughs> Anyways, um, um, I feel like. I right, so so we've been coming at our our you know our past um, traumas. No, our past uh, generations a little bit too much. No, I feel like we've been very accepting of I feel them. like they deserve it. But we've been talking about them for a little bit. What I'm trying to drive at, drive us at is that maybe we had some cultural norms that we had in our past that we no longer accept. I feel like the not talking about mental health is a cultural norm that we don't accept anymore. That's one. We talk about it too much, everything. I think. But I'm going br- to bring one up that... I be tweeting. That maybe we're, we're sensitive... Maybe kids in New York are more... Uh, Getting hit? Susceptible to... Before, not anymore. It, it was uh, no. It was no, no, no. All, all. Sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm really talking. I'm all in. <laughs> um, us in the past in school using the N word. Oh, bro, that was norm in like middle school. Like we, we, we gotta accept our our faults. Yeah, so, we no, talked up. You know, you know. I've actually, I, I've actually thought about that. If you were non-black. From 2000 to 2011, maybe. You have a free pass? And you were... No, no, no. Definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not. And you were using that word. It's just... We shouldn't have been using that word. You were using it? We're we were all, you, we were all, all using, using it. it. We, can't, we can't front. Like we, Unfortunately, we were using it. And it sucks because we're uneducated. We're ignorant. We were young. If I hurt myself right now, I would cringe it, so it was, fucking it was, bad. It was bad. It was bad. We were uneducated. My away status on AIM. But I feel like I feel like I feel like if you didn't hold back and and were like you you know what why why am I using this or educate yourself about it, then you're just you're not putting in the effort. And luckily, I feel like I could speak for us. We put in that effort. We educated ourselves, and we we were, we obviously regret using it. I just had no idea of the context of the word. It was just New York City. That was just. But that's not. That excuse. was just slang that we used, like sixth to eighth grade, maybe even high school. I was like, yo, like mid midway. No, no, yeah, most of high school. I was like, yo, yeah, that that is just a word I use. But then, I met my first white person, and I was like, yo, I don't know why it feels different when you say it. Like you can't see this shit. Oh, that's... I didn't even thought about that. I didn't that. meet my first white person until high school. Did you know white people before? Do you know where I grew up? Again, I, met, I met my first white person when I was, like, what, seven? But I like didn't... Like, you knew their name and shit? I knew their name and I... And their parents or whatever, but... But then when I when I heard it 
coming from them, I'm not like it was just like damn. Wait, did it feel different when you heard it from them? They can't say it. They felt very. It felt very. They felt empowered by it. I'm just like. Whoa. Oh, for real? Yeah. It was like, Thanos getting all the gemstones. They were like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can say it. And I was just like. There was that one white kid that was like, "Yo, I got black." If you hear like it. Latino kids use it nowadays, it's. F- Cringy as fuck. That's because we know, but they don't know. They're going through the same thing we are. They have more. Yeah, access, but I don't. They have more access to the internet. But I but feel like. But way. I feel like a lot of people know now, like, because the kids get access to the to internet or we whatever. We think they know because we think that. Yeah, that's true. It knows that what we know. I'll tell you a thing. My little cousin, the oldest one, he posted a picture on Instagram with the N word, and I was like, "Yo, like." In my head, I was like, you can't be saying that. You can't be posting that, first of all. Watch out what the fuck you post. That should be a lesson that every kid should be fucking taught. Don't post, etc. You That shit gonna get traced to you. And then, uh, I, I, I didn't tell his parents. I sat him down just one-on-one, like, yo, I, that word you posted, you can't be saying that. Like, uh, Did you explain why? I explained why, and I said... What'd you tell him? Give me an explanation. Not to put you on the spot, but... That's fine. I was like, that's a word that means a lot of different things to many different people. And you do not understand the context of that word, and you don't understand the pain that that word causes other people. In addition to another word, I, I added the F word for, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Not fuck, the other F word. Yeah, I got you. You got me. Yeah. And I was like, you can't say those two words. Anything else, I don't care if you curse them, I don't care if you say fuck, bitch, etc. Like, I'm, I'm cool with that. But, like, those two words, no. Like, out of your vocabulary. And he asked me questions, he was like, why can't I see it? My friends say it. I was like, oh, yeah, but um, your friends don't know where it's coming from, and trust me, you should know better. And no, not nah, you, know they, you gotta explain to educate it. I, I explained to them, and I was I explained to him, and I was like, this is trust me, you will need it will be better if you don't use it because of this and etc. And yeah, and he doesn't use it anymore. He deleted that post, and you know maybe he says it among his friends, but he keeps it private. And that's the most important thing, I guess. And he'll eventually wean off of that. Because that's all we can do. We can just give them advice and let them hope that they're going the right way. Well, that comes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like, the past generations not being able to influence and educate our parents. I feel like we have an obligation to educate the next generation. I mean, I'm not trying to be like, yo, you have to like tell them this and that. But like, give them a, an assist in a way. Like the same way you you explain it to your cousin, to your, to your cousins, I feel like that's that's a moral obligation to do because we I feel like we experienced it we've did it, and we were wrong and we educated ourselves and we took a path of just not, not trying to do that anymore because we're not that type of people. Yeah. Um, and we we try to represent people who who are struggling minorities and shit like that and people of color and we want we're we're trying to get their liberation in some type of way so we have to we have to explain it to the younger generation and just be like hey like this is what happens in terms of that this is what we got to do yeah tell them forward tell them just not to use it it's not a good explanation to them yeah tell them why you have you have to explain yeah yeah this has to be some explanation some reason behind it you know what helped, though? And I, I actually want to ask you, because you, you have a younger brother. Uh, what helped was that it wasn't the first time that we had a discussion regarding, like, things that he couldn't talk to his parents about or, like, like 
luckily I uh, he's been able to come to me for different things. Like the first time he came to me, like anxiety, he was like, "Yo, not yo, I'm saying yo." He was like, "I can't sleep. I'm having all these thoughts. Like my heart is racing." And I was like, and he talked to me about it, and I was like, "It's very nice to have somebody to talk about." Because when I was younger, I didn't have anybody. I was like, "Who the fuck am I talking?" But he talked to me. And he was like. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I, what's going on? These thoughts are just racing through my head. What is going on? Like, like, am I wrong? Am I dying? I was like, no. Like, it's anxiety. You, it's something that we can manage, and it, it can be just. It's okay. Talk to me. I spent a couple rest, uh, sleepless nights because he couldn't go to sleep. But I wanted to know, like, how did you handle like when your brother would? Uh, I don't. Has your brother come to you and talked to you about these things? And how did it go? I mean, you can share if you want. You don't have to. But all right. He's pretty. He's a he's a pretty smart dude, so he he knows how to handle shit better than I've uh, I've handled other stuff. But he does. Uh, I ask him, and when he does, he opens up, and he's been able to to explain himself. I think I feel like he's more open to my sister, because I feel like I don't know. I feel like a female perspective is more comforting, because I, I I could vouch for that too, because I'm very open with my sister. I was gonna say like, and the way that you. That you think like you told me that you explain things to your sister. You talk to your sister more, like in terms of like situations that you have. Like you always go to your sister. Yeah, I I feel like their their perspectives are more like I'm not in front. They're they're way smarter than us, and they not they know how to maneuver around stuff like this. So, so they he he goes to him. I mean to her more, but he does open up to me sometimes as well. And and the times that he does, I. I try to get to the point of things, just tell him about it, and then when he does open up, he I'll, I'll get to that. But I feel like I feel like my sister is the 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 main the main source of getting of knowledge of wisdom, and she's older too, and she's pretty smart too. But um, it just I feel like people are, that generation just they just need to they they just need people to listen. Yeah. At this point, they just need people to listen, to listen to their thoughts, to listen to their ideas, and they just need guidance. And and even though we're going through our own shit, because I feel like that's something I struggled with, with my brother. I feel like, I feel like I just been, I've been living my life, like for me, a little selfish. And I haven't been there for him or my sisters or anything like that. But when I when I've been able to, like, I've been. I try to be open and listen and educate or whatever, but I feel like that's what the, this generation, if they have like a cousin like yourself or a brother like me, they just they just need people to listen because it's, it's kind of scary. I'm not, I'm not going to front. I definitely think it's super important, especially because honestly, like I said, growing up, we didn't really have anybody to talk to. They do. They, they have us. And <coughs> if we're not listening, what are we doing? Right. We're not breaking those generational like trauma chains. We're just continuing if we're just norms. not helping them. And, yeah, I definitely feel like it's important. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What can, I, mean, I mean, what can I say? I mean, I... I you talk to your cousin? You have cousins. No, I do, but, They like, listen to this podcast. They do. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to family. Shout out to the... I heard y'all um, like uh, Olivia Rodrigo and My Chemical Romance. Yeah, they do. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I and now, if they listen to us, yo, I, I always like when they ask questions, you know... Uh, school related life related I'm always welcome to it just I'm just trying to like give them anything that I know or that I think I know I just try to let them know about it I never give them like a 
ultimatum, like a certain, like a for certain thing. I just give them scenarios where this could happen or this other thing could happen. Exactly. So I just kind of all I can do is give them the experience that I have. That's all I can give them, and then from there they can either take it, take something from it, take nothing from it. It's up to them. They're smart. They're smart girls. So you know, they're, they're, it's, yeah. you, you just try to you just try your best with it. But yeah, I feel like they they gather more information. Like they, I don't know. Maybe I'm being biased because I got two nieces. But I feel like they're just way smarter than us. They are smart, but that smartness, I feel like they yeah, have to be cautious too. Cautious and like they have even. I I don't care how smart you are, and this is goes for everybody, it, old or young. Don't, it doesn't matter how smart you are. You always have to be willing to listen to other people because there is always going to be a point of view that you don't have, as, as, no matter how smart you are. You always have to be open, like, open up your ears and listen out to the, something something else that somebody else has gone through. And you, you sympathize with them. You, you vicariously live through them. So then that's something that, you know, you should always uh, li- listen. Listen up. That's a good, uh, good uh, tip. Well, everybody... This has been a pretty... uh been a very good podcast. Very real podcast. This is real, as real as we get. Um, I want to welcome... I want to thank... Sorry. Thank everybody for listening to us this week. Well, I, was, I would like to thank Christian uh, for coming on to the podcast. See, Jose wasn't going to thank you. I'm going to thank you. I appreciate that, Adrian, because I feel like Jose is a little selfish. He's a little bit, but, but that's for the next episode. He he's he's a different only child than I am. He, he, I'm oh, I'm okay. gonna cut off all the audio for Christian for this episode. <laughs> so if you hear lapses, it's because I cut off a guest. No, but I definitely. Nah, I, was gonna, I I gotta say the past episodes have been very therapeutic because you guys talk about real shit. That this maybe it's just our friend group that listens to it, but I feel like people could resonate to. To to the topics that you guys talk about, I feel like this is important. Um, I feel like there could be more topics talked about in the future, and that's great. There's more open ideas and shit. So, we, shout out to you guys. You know, you guys are doing your work. Just don't take a hiatus like you did right now. We had a COVID hiatus. Thank you very much. But yeah, we definitely don't try to hide away from anything. And I've learned a lot more about him during this podcast. So, thank you, Jose. Yeah. Yeah, and I learned a little, a little bit more about you two today. Yeah. Uh, but by the way, I know I mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast, but it's his birthday. Please send uh, Revo Fev some. No, that's not his Instagram. Yeah, Sorry. it is. What's, it what's is. his Instagram? It's Revofev six. No, it's not. <laughs> Go wish him some happy birthday. A, we'll tag him. We'll tag another post. Yeah, we will tag him. He's a great. Please, guys, follow us at Probably Wrong Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. It's P-R-B-L-Y Wrong Podcast because we couldn't get the other probably spelled correctly. Uh, the blue I thought it was better. That's why I posted that. The the probably? It is better. I like it. Probably. Fuck with it. It's I like j- the coloring. Thank you. Who did that? He did. Uh, props to you, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at it. You looked at it. I like the, like the different colors. They're really nice. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for all of you for joining us on this podcast and going through these generational traumas that we all go through. Hey, if anybody wants to talk, hit one of us up. Slide into our DM. We'll talk. Uh, slide into his DM. Well, listen. Christian is always ready we'll to listen. We'll listen, right? Yeah, we'll I mean, listen. That's the, yeah. that's the important thing. And uh, before we go off, I would like to bring up once again... Um, so, the raffle. It's the raffle to win the tahin. Okay. So, once again, 
you just have to answer this simple question in our DM. How many times has Jose Cruz called the cops on someone? On someone. Yo, can I just say you, the fact that you were in back of that car, that patrol cruiser looking for y'all? No hints. Why are you giving no, the no, hints? No, 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 no hints. Stop giving hints. But, but yo, what the me. fuck? Bro? Why would you kill? All right, right all right. Kid, Thank yo. you, everybody. Thank you for joining Let us. Let us know. Blue Lives Matter Jose. How many <laughs> times has he called the cops? Slide into the DMs. Wait, wait, wait. What's that? What's that riddle that your dad asked me when I stepped in? No, that's not a riddle. That's just a question. Oh, what's anyway, the question? <laughs> thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, everybody. Happy New Year. We'll see, see you next time. Stand clear of the closing doors, please.